Hi, welcome back to One More Thing with Tiffany and Anthony. Hello, everyone. It's been a while. Okay. Uh, tonight, we're talking about The Flash, Season 8, Episode 6, Impulsive Excessive Disorder. Yes. That is a mouthful right there. Um, okay. Episode so, go ahead. could have been seen as like a filler episode, but because I like the characters, I was happy with it. Yes. So that's a, a big part of, you know, the good part. I was just going to say, I feel like this episode is your classic in the middle average episode. You know, mm-hmm. it's like there are episodes we watch and we go, oh, that was good. That was really good. I really like that episode. And then there are episodes we watch where we're like, oh, that sucked. <laughs> like that pissed me off. That wasn't good. Like I really didn't, I wasn't feeling this episode. This was the type of episode that was like right in the middle. It's like it had its good moments it had its bad moments there was nothing terrible that pissed me off there was nothing amazing but you know had its positive and negatives but like one of its biggest positives is i like you said i love these two characters and i could like legit just watch a whole series with them i would be okay if they decide to spend them off yeah exactly and i was like oh you know we love nora was like yeah nora but i was like i really liked Bart like I didn't I don't think we got to know Bart as well as we had gotten to know Nora and this episode was more like a Bart focused episode and I was like I kind I really enjoyed it yeah when when Bart first came like when they first showed him I was like okay it's it's good casting I'm like I get it I like how he plays Bart but there was part of me that was like because I missed Nora from season five, it's like, ah, I feel like he's taking time away from her. Like, go away. I just want Nora. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, and then like with this episode and, and and kind of seeing his character develop more and understanding him more and seeing like, okay, if he was like, say a main character or, you know, not just the occasional uh, guest appearance or whatever, I'd be like, oh, I was like, wait, I actually kind of dig his character. Like, I, I, I like his motivations. I like where he's coming from. I was like, all right. I was like, I'm cool with you now. Like, we, we could do this. I also like the, 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 the change in Nora because we, had, we were so used to Nora being our young, like, impulsive one. Like, with, like, that only child, like, you know, not said only child syndrome, but she was, like, the only child. And then right. here, she's like, no, she's now, like, the level-headed older sister. So she's mentoring in the way that uh, Barry had mentored her in her season, you know? So I kind of like that, like, role reversal for her. Yeah, I love the whole, which was what this episode was kind of about, which is like, you know, it's like, oh, <laughs> look at how it kind of, I don't want to say how it, it passes through time, but how it's used, how this usually happens, where it's like, we've all seen Barry struggles. So like, God knows we've all seen Barry struggles. And then, like, we've seen Nora struggles. And Nora was always like, oh, dad, you're so great, this and that. And Barry's like, I fucked up a lot. And now we see Bart struggles. And he's like, oh, Nora, you're so great and perfect and everything. And she's like, no, 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 I fucked up a lot. So I like how, you know, you, you know, if you've watched the show from the beginning, you've seen, like, all this. You're like, Barry struggled. Then Nora struggled. Now Bart's struggling. And it's like, yeah, that's kind of like life. And you always think the other person or, or the adult or the older sibling always has it better or is better than you. And it's like, no, they've struggled just the same too. It's just, you didn't see it. Yep. So it was a good theme. I liked, I liked that running theme through the show. It was good. All right, so let's get into it. 
Uh, we are six months ago, it starts. We're back at the vow renewal of Barry and Iris. And like they do the big like that kiss. And then we cut to like Barry, Iris, Barton, or it's kind of like hanging out in the house by themselves. And, you know, they're like, oh, mom and dad, you're just so cute. You're so in love, blah, 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 blah. And, but they haven't, they feel like they haven't messed up the timeline. They, they, I guess, based on Nora's Garland, she's like, everything seems fine. Our timeline's okay. Score one for the West Islands for once. Yes. So they, they say, we got to go back to the future. Back in time. Thank you. I was like, are you going to do it? <laughs> Damn right, I'm going to do it. <laughs> back to 2049. They're like, okay, everything seems okay. They're in someone's apartment. I don't know if it's Nora's or if it's Bart's, if it's the family's, but they're in an apartment. And Bart's a little down. He's like, it was nice seeing, you know, Uncle Jay and Aunt Joan alive and all that. But you know what? He is still dead. <laughs> nice to see because he was really upset. That. It was nice to see him alive, and he's looking at uh, Jay's like helmet, and also in like this green light, like washes, like washes. What word is that? Washes, or or washes. I was trying to say flash and wash at the same time. <laughs> he like washes over them, and where the helmet was, and now it's empty. And Jay, okay, this was weird because Jay walks in. Did he look like he looked younger for some reason? Yeah, he really did. Later on, he doesn't look like that. But this first scene was like, what happened to Jay? He came in like, <laughs> like, cool man. Like, I'm like in my 30s, Jay. That's like, wait, what's happening here? It's like they dyed his eyebrows. Like, it looked very weird. I don't know. It's just very confusing. I thought this was going to be a thing, but it wasn't. But he comes in with some cheeseburgers and they're like, he's like, hey, what's up? And, you know, Bart's happy. Bart's crying. He's hugging him. Like, this is awesome. You know? Sorry. It's Crash. It's Crash. Exactly. Crash. It's so Crash. <laughs> well, Bart is, you know, happy that Jay is alive, but Nora's like, no, no, this is, something's wrong. She's like, that green light that washed over us, that was, <laughs> That washed over us. That was whack. It was some sort of temporal wave. When they stopped the Godspeed War, they did something to affect the future. They got to figure out what this change is. So they're trying to, like, you know, feel out Bart, like, you know, I mean, feel out Jay. Like, so where's like mom and dad? He's like, oh, yeah, you know, they're on their honeymoon in Milan for their, you know, vow renewal anniversary honeymoon thing going on. Like, okay, so what about, what about Team Flash? He's like, oh, they're all busy. You know how they are. He's like, okay, what else is there? Um, and then Jay's like, something's going on with you guys. He, he's like, no, 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 no. We're cool. We're cool. Like, he's he's like, like, why are you grilling? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just thinking he's much younger now. So he would like, you know. He's like, he's like, hey, home slices, what's going on? Why are you grilling me for? I have no idea what the young kids say these days, so. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Sorry. So whatever, whatever young lingo, lingo is used these days, that's what. Surf that. Yeah. Surf that. Uh, and they're like, no, no, things are cool. And uh, Jay's like, oh, you know, 
you remember how you saved me a couple of months ago when Godspeed killed me? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> I didn't realize uh, in their timeline, Jay's death had been so recent. Yeah, I didn't realize. I mean, maybe they, they did mention that or, or maybe we should have known that. But yeah, I, I didn't realize it. See, I had felt like it had been like when they were much younger. Well, not that much younger, but like a couple of years ago. And this was like, oh, it was just a few months ago. Yeah, I was trying to remember the episode when uh, they're when they're fighting Godspeed and Bart's talking about you know Jay and how much he meant to him, and I'm just like, I don't remember, and I really don't remember. I was like, I don't remember if he was saying it because it was like recent or it had been a while, but I guess the way he was talking about it does make it sound like it was recent. Um, yeah, I mean, I was trying to think back to the episode of when they were fighting Godspeed and how like you know bart was talking about jay and how much jay meant to him and i was trying to remember like was that death recent i was like was it not recent like i couldn't like when i was watching this episode i couldn't remember but now that i'm thinking about the way that bart was talking about jay and how like fresh the wound was i i think they did make it a point to kind of you know let it be known that it was like a recent death of jay okay so i for something it just didn't hit me that it was like that recent but right. looking back at it, that makes sense. Right. I think that's why Bart was so gung-ho on stopping Godspeed. Yeah. You know, in that episode. So um, Bart, uh, sorry, Jay tells Bart, oh, you know, you saved the day just like your dad. You're going to be a great Flash one day. And as, you know, Bart's like, yeah, I will be. Jay gets a text and says, oh, your Aunt Rose is running late. And they're like, Rose, who the hell's Rose? <laughs> now, is it wrong that I was just like, eh? Like, I, right. did, I was just like, this is not that. I didn't even remember his wife's I, name was Joan. I didn't either. I really didn't. He was when they were like, and Joan, who the hell? Oh yeah, uh, the the Nora from the. Uh, okay, Joan. All right. I was like, I was like, oh, Aunt Rose. I was like, his wife Rose. Cool, great. And they're like, that's not her name. I was like, it's not. Oh, all right. <laughs> like, okay, sure. <laughs> I was like, I, it's like, look. I mean, <laughs> they literally changed the uh, sex of Dig and Lila's baby and kept it that way. Did we really need to go do all this just to get Aunt Joan back? <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Just saying. Yeah, just I mean, just saying. saying. Like, I, I guess that's big to them, but to us, it's like, man, small potatoes. Even potatoes. Just Ooh, potatoes. Ooh, potato tots. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, Bart and Nora go to the Flash Museum, and there's just that one woman that's there, just kind of walking yeah. around behind them. I do love who had to be like sitting like listening in on all their conversation. It, but it was so funny because Nora's like, Bart, like, don't say stuff. Like, we don't want people to hear my people. I mean that one woman that's behind you. Who was like, listening? Right. She was definitely listening. She may have just been interested in the museum and what was going on. She kept showing up right behind them no matter where they moved. She was listening. <laughs> I just think you're a very suspicious person. <laughs> I just think I would have been that woman listening. Uh, 
<laughs> You're like, I know she was. That would have been me. Exactly. So Nora, who, whose role is to know everything in this episode. <laughs> She, I did that's that. she she figures everything out so she is like okay we chase godspeed through time on the cosmic treadmill uh that thing wasn't built to handle three speedsters at once so it must have caused some like temporal fissures and because of that they erased aunt joan and jay never marries her now the way they say that do they mean aunt joan never was never born or he just never married her Okay, so if she was never born, I, yes, you fix that. If he never married her, no one cared. <laughs> I took it as they just never got married. I can't see how them fucking with the temporal higamajig, whatever you just said. Um, <laughs> I can't see how like that prevented her from being born. Plus, let's face it, if they're doing a storyline where someone isn't born, that's usually a Barry storyline. He fucks up that badly. <laughs> yeah, he does. Like that's, oh God, a, that's a, I fucked up. I fucked up real bad. I fucked up real bad. <laughs> that's exactly. That's a Barry. The up. Barry Allen story. I fucked up real bad. <laughs> I fucked up real bad. The Barry Allen story. <laughs> exactly. So if if this was Barry, I would be like, oh no, she ain't born. Like she's she's dead. Um, she doesn't <laughs> exist. Uh, but it's Nora and Bart. So I feel like it was just like, oh, they just never got married. Which again makes me go and he's yeah. happy with his new wife get to know her maybe she's cool maybe she's better exactly. than joe maybe she's got some money i don't know exactly he's related by blood she's not who cares <laughs> maybe that's why he looks so much younger not stressed ah. out. <laughs> he's eating better he's exercising she's good for him this rose yeah <laughs> maybe it's rose and island from the golden girls you don't know Okay, <laughs> did not see that one coming. <laughs> All right, in my Jay head Rose. the whole. T- it's been in my head the whole time. <laughs> ah, got it. All right. You just, All right, you needed to get it out there. I did. Okay, so they have to figure out how many of these things, like issues, they've caused, and have to fix them because it can't just be Jane never marries Joan. Like that's right. just a ripple effect. There's other stuff that's happened. That's that was the crux of the issue. It wasn't that oh we erased Je- Joan. It was uh, we don't know what we messed up. Right. So they needed to bring that uh, plot into. Well, they need to bring that that whatever into the plot because if you're just leaving it based on, hey, he married a different person. Again, we've seen the Flash be like Dante's dead fuck it he's dead <laughs> um you know lila and dick's kids a different uh gender whatever that's fine so it's like you can't really be like oh this whole episode is gonna happen just because he's now married to a different woman yeah so they're gonna go backwards in time they're gonna figure out where uh things go wrong in the timeline and then kind of put it right because they can remember what was they have really good memories. that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> They have really good memories. Like, what happened last week? I have no idea. They're like, I don't remember what happened like three years ago. And I'm like, really? Okay, great. So Nora starts pulling up. Uh, <laughs> they're, like, they're like, in February of 2013, this happened. I'm like, I don't even remember what I had for breakfast yesterday. Did I have breakfast? I was like, right. Did I have breakfast? I made scrambled eggs. I did. I had scrambled eggs. Got it. Got it. 
<laughs> I was like, was it French toast? Oh, no way. I think I was imagining French toast. I don't think I actually had it. I thought about making French toast today. I did oh, not. Look at, look at that. I keep thinking about French toast, but I don't have the ingredients to make French toast. But I keep thinking about it. You should get some. Put that in your next order. Yeah. Yeah. That's smart. That's yeah. what I got to do. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Laura puts up, pulls up these headlines and she still she sees stuff like a trickster invades Tibet. Oh no. And then this one made me laugh. Booster Gold is mentioned. Booster yes. is played by Donald Faison. And he just showed up on Legends of Tomorrow in the season finale. Oh, on that I didn't know. I saw him yeah. and I was like, Scrubs. <laughs> it's funny. He was like, oh my God, that's supposed to go. So he is canon to the Emperor's. Right. Nice. See, I, I went old school with Scrubs. I could have gone older school and went with Clueless. There you go. Now let's go with Scrubs. Cool. So they get to one in 2016 about Zoom attacking the CCPD and how the chief of police, Joe West, was spared. And they're like, uh, Grandpa Joe wasn't the chief then. Okay. How did he end up being chief? So they go back and they find uh, the change that happened to the timeline is that Joe is shot in a jury heist in 2013. And Barry couldn't be there to help him because he was still in his flash coma. So it said if they st- <laughs> so if they stop Joe from getting shot, he has become the chief. And da 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 Joan isn't erased. And I'm thinking also a lot of other stuff doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, they were very adamant, like this one thing, if we stop it, you know, this doesn't happen. I'm like, but then doesn't that mean a lot of other shit doesn't happen too? Like, isn't that how that had, works? You just had the trickster invade into bed. Maybe you stop that. Right. So, oh yeah, sorry. I know, I was going to say, I was very confused by their logic on a lot of things in this episode. Like, yeah. I was like, okay, I get what you're trying to say and I see how you're trying to make it work, but it's not working. I, know, I said 2013, I'm going to say 2012 because they're going to go back to New Year's Eve. Well, which is going to become 2013. No, no. You had no, no, 2013. I was, I was right. I was right. I was right. 2013 going into 2014. Yes, thank you. I got Nora memory. Thank you. Thank you, Nora. <laughs> so basically, we're going to go back to how in the last episode of the crossover, we pan to that New Year's Eve picture and they're in the background. We're going to get yes. the story of how they end up in the background of that New Year's Eve picture. Which I'm, I'm not going to lie, I thought was cute. <laughs> I did too. But I think that that's also uh, like the best part of like this episode. Is, like a lot of stuff was like, oh, this is really cute. I like this. <laughs> right. And I, I, yeah, a lot of this, a lot of what made this episode was I, again, you know, we like Nora and Bart and I just like the dynamic that they have together and like the stuff that they were doing was just like, oh, like, like you said, like, oh, that's cute. Like, oh, I really like that relationship. All right, I like how they interact here. It's like, that's what really made this episode really fun. It did. Okay, so they go back to 2013 and Nora's like, what is this outfit? It is 2013, not 1913. And Bart's like, it's right. sexy. And it's like a bow tie. I love the way she says, she's like, what is this outfit and everything? She's like, we're back in 2013, not 1913. I was like, you tell Nora, love it. <laughs> Okay, this part, this part felt like, we're going to get into it. We were giving a lot of people uh, some time off. We were giving Bart, oh, sorry, Bart. We're giving um, Barry and Iris 
some much needed time off because they were all over the crossover. We're giving a lot of people some times off. So we're going to have like Joe who didn't, who wasn't dead for most of the crossover. Yeah. <laughs> Pop back up. He's going to have like, you know, more scenes here. So I was like, I like this. But this whole scene kind of bothered me. Uh, they see Joe who is about to ass out Cecile. Yeah. And I did not like this whole like, even back then he was interested in her. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't need them to like even know each other back then. They didn't have to do that. I, I feel hate like, when... I feel like too much like, oh, isn't it fate? I didn't like that. Exactly. I hate when TV shows do this because it's kind of like they show you an interaction where like the start of whatever friendship romance whatever and they show you and you can tell like they know each other they respect each other but they don't know each other that well they're they're not into each other and then it develops over time that's the way you want it to happen that's how you like seeing it and then they rewrite it when they do episodes like this years later going oh no 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 he was hitting on her from the second literally the second she got divorced he was in it's like no stop like and it like, was always meant to be right and it's like and i would have been fine with a comment or or a look or a glance or whatever where you're like oh you can tell he's kind of into her but i mean they went overboard of like you watch this and then you go back and look at the first meetings or the first scenes between joe and cecile and you'll be like but wait that doesn't seem like a dude who you know will get to send her flowers or or you know was so into her you know at the time it's like these look like two completely different people it's like yeah because they were because they just wrote that into the script now yeah they they didn't need that we didn't need this for the the episode we didn't need this for their story i didn't like it because he asked her out she's like no all men's are jerks um that one cop who's always there yes the cop she's like oh yeah she just got divorced like last week (laughs) but i'm rooting for you guys i went i want you to get a name lady cop who are you how about before before you start trying to play matchmaker why don't you get a name first exactly but do i call you emma is that who you are emma yeah people jane austen's emma look it up literature i'm gonna let you sit in that for a while i just dropped some knowledge on everyone okay i'm I'm sitting in it and i'm loving i'm swimming i was gonna say i don't think it's fair i bring up golden girls and you bring up jane austen I mean, yeah, it's kind of the same thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> or has to remind Bart, because that's, again, what she does. So, so we cannot talk to, like, you know, any relationship with our family. We're just here to stop that robbery and keep Grandpa Joe from getting shot. Everybody says Grandpa Joe. I'm like, I don't know why. I keep him from getting shot. We can't, like interact with anyone who's interact who's connected to our family and Bart's like no no who we are or why we're there and in walks Eddie going who are you and what are you doing here that was fun I was very happy to see Eddie again yeah I gotta admit everyone looked good in this episode I was like man people I don't know if it's this episode but people aren't aging I was like oh Eddie you got a little old (laughs) well face-wise like some, some of that youthful like vigor that Eddie Thawne used to have. Like, right. Face right. Face wise, he still looks youthful. Or around the middle, you, may, maybe he gets into shape after he meets uh Iris. I was like, oh yes, if you're going back in that time and you're uh 
you're giving the majority of your cast who are not, you know, who's doing all the crossover some time off. Who are you going to any thought? Makes sense. They pretend to be CSI interns named Nora Moy and Bart Wade. And like, because I had to look it up. So it's like the Wade one I knew right away. But Moy is for Jeff Moy, who created the character of Excess, which mm-hmm. Nora is kind of like a version of Excess. And right. Wade is for Mark Wade, who created the Bart Allen version of Impulse. Very cool. I like the little shout outs. There's your comic nerdery for today. <laughs> so they're like, oh, we're here to fill in for the six CSI guy. Fair. And Eddie's like, oh, I'm sorry, because we're all on edge since the Star Labs incident. Okay, but there's two people standing in the police station. Why are you like harassing them? Because <laughs> he's on edge. I guess. I'm sorry, what are you doing here? In a police station, dude. We're just who are you? What did you did you walk through that door? Did you walk through that door? So priest those priests of doors that a lot of people walk through. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what we did. But he was like, why? Why? Because it's Star Labs. Yeah, but that's the last but okay. Yeah, it's like, wait a minute. It's like, is the precinct locked down? Because then that makes more sense why you're super curious to how they got in there and who they are but it's like if not it's a precinct bro like relax and if it's locked down watch joe trying to hit on the the attorney <laughs> i forgot what her job was for a second district attorney reason why eddie's a little off he says my new partner doesn't like me uh, I, I forgot that they were that he was like brand like i don't know why like it just didn't register is like oh okay like during this timeline he's like joe's brand new partner i totally forgot he's like my new partner what oh joe oh yeah okay exactly and bart's like why don't you just get coffee none brings people together like coffee i was like okay bart um and Eddie's he's like, right that's true and he's like great idea here's my card get the whole squad coffee on me wow <laughs> I mean, well, I, I look at the cast that was in this episode. I think it was only like four people. So that's not a lot. That's, that's true. That's true. And Bart is like super excited. He's like, oh my God, we just met mom's old fiance who sacrificed himself, you know, to stop Eobard, which by the way, didn't work because whatever. Um, <laughs> right. She's like, he was my fiance. I forgot he existed. Um, Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh. They really uh, do act like he doesn't exist. <laughs> and Iris was the first. It still make, makes me laugh. She's like, Eddie? Who? Okay. Literally, like, sacrifices himself at the end of season one. She's basically moved on by not even halfway through season two. <laughs> like two episodes and she was done. She's like, I can only mourn for so long. Um, <laughs> and, and also... Two whole episodes, did you see? I mourned for two whole episodes. It was Moo Point. It didn't do anything. He still came back over and over and over and over and over again. Anyway, Nora's mad because he's like, uh, who cares? Now we're stuck getting coffee when we're supposed to be looking out for Grandpa Joe. And every time I say Grandpa Joe, I've been cotton on Joe and that song gets in my head. So 
Where did you come from, Grandpa Joe? <laughs> Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Grandpa Joe? Oh, I like that. There you go. It worked. So they go outside to the, the jitters, like, coffee stand thing. And they're Trump, stuck in... Yeah. yeah. Thank you, because I didn't know what the words were, and they were gone. Bye. They're stuck in this long line. And Bart's like, well, just use our super speed, you know, because get through it. And... Nora's like, no, because we're not doing any more things that makes changes to the timeline. So we're not going to use our speed until we have to. And my gauntlet will let me know when the robbery's about to happen, and then we'll go in and we'll save the day. And this seems kind of cute because she's like, he's like, every moment we're standing here, Grandpa Joe could be getting shot now or now or now or now. And I was like, oh, siblings. I mean, that's something I would totally say to my sister. Mm-hmm. So I feel, I, I feel Bart there. It's like, I would totally do the same thing. I'm like, and now, and now, and now. And I would probably get the same look that he got from Nora. <laughs> and he gets like frustrated and he like throws his hands up in the air and he waits like, didn't care. And he hits like these papers out of this girl's hands. And he's like, oh my God, you're really cute. Let me help with your papers. And he looks at it and she, he kind of figures out, oh, she's some sort of science-y nerd person who's researching. I wrote this part down. And it's like the only really science thing I wrote down, quantum divergences. Mm, yes, good old and, quantum divergences. Yeah, and she kind of jokes, goes, I'm from the future. He's like, oh, so are we. <laughs> and she's like, no, time travel is possible. Like, yeah, I know. And he's like looking at her papers and she says a lot of like sciencey stuff. She says sciencey stuff the whole episode. And her name is Avery. And... And they're flirting and being a little very cutesy, cutesy, cutesy. Or I get to alert about the, the robbery. And she's like, we got to go. And Bart's like, okay. But by the way, your research is very impressive. My, and she's like, well, I'm an intern at this place called Fast Track Lab. My name is Avery. They talk about being interns. And then Nora's like, no, we have to go, like, you know, do the thing. And they go do the thing. Normally, I feel like a scene like this would have annoyed me, right? I would have been like, so like goofy and it's like, so like ridiculous. But one, because of Bart's character, it works because that's Bart's character. Two, like I thought him and the girl had good, you know, good chemistry because normally when they try to like, you know, let's shoehorn in like a, yeah, yeah, force it. And it's like, oh, this is coming off so bad. Like, you know, ooh, I don't know, Chester and Allegra, you know, no chem no romantic chemistry whatsoever. But it's like, they had this really good chemistry. And then because that's Bart's character, it just like really kind of worked. And I was like, oh, you know what? I was like, again, it just, it's the actors making it happen. I was like, cause normally a scene like this annoys me, but here I was like, oh, that's cute. I like that. Well, like Mariah said, they made it happen. Exactly. So, so far we've got Cotton Eye Joe followed by Mariah Carey in this, uh, in this uh, podcast. Nice. Perfect. But yeah, it, they were very cute and I liked it. I was like, okay, well, we're going to see more of her. Duh. Oh, uh, really? I thought that was it. I thought we were never going to see her again. Ooh, anyway. <laughs> Do a shot every time we say anyway. Um, Joe, I'm drunk. I can't. Because you say a lot. <laughs> <laughs> see what i did there anyway <laughs> joe and eddie arrive at the jewelry store and he's like i'm gonna go around back joe's outside the thief comes out he's like covered in all like the jewelry he stole. okay this part did annoy me 
This was so stupid. I didn't know what this was. He he forgot to bring a bag. He said he only stole the F three source conflict free diamonds. Jill's like, clearly you've never held a gun before, so why don't you put it down before you like cause an accident? And of course, he drops the gun. It hits the ground. It goes off. And just as Bart and Nora are about to run in, Nora's like, no, we can't go in because if Joe was never supposed to be there, then the gun was never supposed to fire at all. So they can't go in there because then they'll like start another like time issue. And she's like, I tried to tell you at the coffee line, but you were flirting. I went, you could have told him a lot sooner. <laughs> you just thought about this when you got there. Yeah. Uh, so this scene annoyed me a little bit because it was like, one, it was too goofy. Like the criminal was just like too, like, I, I get it. They were playing it for laughs, but it's just like, yeah, you, you were playing it for laughs, except you just like completely missed. Like it was just not funny. Um, it's like they're trying to then, have the wackiness of like the first season, but it didn't Yes, work. exactly. It like, right, exactly. It felt like they were trying to be like, oh, look, you know, it's Nora and Bart. So we're going to try to give them the wackiness of like season one. But it was like, it didn't work and like it fell flat. And then like, yeah, when Nora was like, I tried to tell you, it's like, wait, one, I don't think you did. Um, I'm pretty sure you could have found a way to tell him something that important if you really needed to. So it's like, I, I, don't, I don't think that works. I don't think you just got there and was like, wait, I tried to tell you this before, but you were flirting. It's like, no, stop. And also, you, clearly, you just thought of that. this is how you know that Bar uh, Barry's kids are like, why were you even like, Y'all should have just been at the jewelry store earlier. Yeah. Like, y'all had to wait for the, the crime to go. You shouldn't have been there before they got there. Well, Bart mentioned something like, oh, hey, if we screw up, can't we just go back 15 minutes? And she's like, you want to, like, mess with the timeline again? It's like, if you fucked up and it's only 15 minutes, yeah, I would. They're like, and that's a very thing. Uh, <laughs> like, okay, so Nora's like, okay, how do we do this? She's trying to come up with a plan to like, you know, figure it out. And Bart is like, well, my, my uh, hero name is Impulse. So let me act impulsively and just run over, move uh, Joe like an inch over so that the bullet, when it hits the, the window, it doesn't hit him. I love it. He moved Joe an inch over. It gave him a little kiss on his cheek. Love that. That was just so Bart. It's like, I was like, this makes sense to me. Like they moved him. The, it's fine and we cut to eddie going you have a guardian angel but because he moved him instead of moving the bullet causing temporal flux which i'm like if he moved the bullet that also would have caused a temporal flux or you just could have caught the bullet i don't know i'm okay so <laughs> this is like the I'm gonna say the thing that we used to say for Arrow, and I think I don't know season four or whatever it was. Be like magic. <laughs> um, sometimes I feel like the Flash just is like Flash logic. It's it doesn't make any sense. They just kind of make it up as they go along, and the rules are different from episode to episode. So it's kind of like ah, they don't really explain stuff. I feel like they just try to throw a whole bunch of jargon in there and hope that you just go. Yeah, comic book stuff. Got it. Basically, you're right. Because I was like, uh, okay, that that one would be bad, but one would be good. Uh, but as they're doing this, uh, they're standing there and they're like, oh, freaking out. And they start to walk off. And then we see the bullet is like now like wedged and like, I don't even know what that box is called. It was like some sort of like, it was a big box standing off onto the side, like a metal 
it was wedges or something. I don't know what it was. I know, I, I know the word. Um, it was like an electronic panel or something. Yeah, it's, uh, oh, all right, yeah, I know the word. Yeah. I'll get too deep into it as far as I get out of it. The point is, they walk past it and we see a hooded woman is staying there and she can hear Bart and Nora talking, <sighs> but they're far away. And Bart's like, well, you know, it was the metahuman. And Nora's like, yeah, but more metahumans are going to be, like, she basically tells us season one, more metahumans going to be turned up now that the part of accelerant exploded. And then the woman goes, metahuman? I'm not alone. We see her face. And at this point, I did not recognize her at all. It took me way too long, way too long to figure out what was happening. So I saw this and was like, oh, I know who this is. I was like, I got it. I was like, I know who this is. She was, I go, she had the mind reading abilities, blah, blah, blah. I was like, got it. By the way, the person I was thinking about, not the same one, completely wrong. <laughs> what were you thinking? I don't know. I don't even know if I was thinking, you know, it's one of those things where it's kind of like, you've watched so many episodes of, of comic book shows, you've watched so many seasons where it's like, you just think like, oh yeah, I'm pretty sure there was an episode where they fought a girl who had mind reading abilities and then you convince yourself that it's true so it's like i convinced myself there was this episode where they just fought this girl on her own and she had mind reading abilities and i was like yeah no i'm like yeah i, I think i remember that episode cool to find out in a couple of minutes and later you know in the episode that not only was i completely wrong but i don't think that episode actually ever happened that i convinced myself did i was sitting here going Oh, I wonder who this is. It'd be really interesting. Oh my God. Intriguing new character. Is she, did they cause her? Oh my God. Oh, ow. ow. Yep. That was my reaction. Yep. Ow. Because <laughs> it turns out she was just the leader of the toilet flush band. Oh, I'm sorry. Royal flush. Royal yeah. flush. Oh, God. I went, not only did I let out a groan and a sigh, but I was upset that the imaginary episode that I had thought of wasn't real. I was just like, oh, huh. And then later I went, okay, this is kind of, so that's how that happened. All right. But I still have this like, ow, I thought this was something else. <laughs> I, I did not like the, the, the toilet flush card group gang i mean we we that podcast we made the we made fun of a lot of the puns like the puns were fun to make yeah. fun of but Once i realized I just, that they were there and i was like oh god the puns are coming back oh no right and because i'm looking and i realized i go so i realized the two main reasons why i hate this group one like they just come off ridiculous like with the stupid face paint and the card you know the deck of cards uh, uh tropes and whatnot it's like this is so cheesy and dumb but also too i realized it's like oh i think i'm a little annoyed because she like the leader has so much potential and she could be like a really cool villain it's everyone else in the group that's just so bad it's all just not good it's not like good. she has presence she has like character it's like oh like if they gave her a different character like i'd thought i you know i'd be into that everyone else in the group is so dull or dumb or just like oh man i was like oh and then the face paint and, and the deck of card puns yeah this is oh it's them okay before we get to that scene of the quick scene where we talked kind of touched on earlier about the whole 
hey, you move Joe, you mess up the time. Yes. <laughs> Go back to 15 minutes. No, like we can't miss out. We can't fix our time travel mistakes when our time travels. So they're gonna check the security camera to see what went wrong. I'm like, I don't know how you would know what, what went wrong. And they try to get the footage from Eddie and he's like, no, go get coffee. What are you doing here? <laughs> I'm like, Eddie, they got your coffee gophers. They are quote unquote CSI interns. Let to be fair, he gave him a card. Let them eye the CS. I don't know. <laughs> he gave him his card and it came back when I'd be a little pissed too. Just like, Never, did he ever get his card back? Mm. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. All right, so now we go back to the revelation scene where there are three people like are hanging out at a bar. It's that bar that the our favorite character worked at. Your favorite character, yeah, I remember. Everyone's favorite character because it said Oshana. She's like, oh, that's the, the bar. I was like, <laughs> it's dude. A woman and a guy who I thought was Cisco at first. Who you thought was who? Cisco at first. <laughs> from, yes. the, from far away, he had yes. his, his sunglasses on, the long hair. I was like, is that Cisco? No. What the? Yes. I was very confused for a second. Split second, I, I thought the same thing. So we hear a they hear a woman like in their head telling them about like, oh, you guys got to do a job. She's like, check the pool table. And they look over and all this stuff was already on the pool table, but they hadn't looked at it. And they're like, oh my God, this is cool. It's just crap on the pool table. I'm not impressed by these people. Um, and did she leave it there for anyone to look at? Like, come on. I know. Chill Blake, taking that job. Uh, <laughs> That's how he becomes a, a, a villain at first. His plans to rob the Utopia Casino. The guy's like, it's six hours. That's not enough time to plan. I went, but no, the plan's already there. I planned crap. <laughs> That's why you don't come with the plans, big dude. Got it. Uh, and they're like, well, what about the cops? And the voice is like, you don't have to worry about the cops because ever, and then she does her whole like season one explanation. Ever since the particle accelerator exploded, I can hear people's thoughts. I'm not the only one with gifts. And we're all called metahumans and they turn around and it's that hooded woman. She's like, I still at this point, I had no idea who this was. Had no idea who any of them were. Um, that's how much of an imprint, uh, like imprint they made on me. She's like, I'm done living in fear. We're all done living in fear. And it's the big guy's like, yeah. And he like hits, breaks it. You're like, uh, I'm like, he has super strength. And the guy with the long hair, who I thought was Cisco, was it? Like takes off his glasses and he does little laser eyes. And the girl, she could flip. He laser eyed right, right out. I'm like, were you trying to kill her? <laughs> I think so. Because she kind of flips and goes, you know, stop it, Jack. And I went, ah, oh, crap. Go for a flush <laughs> I got that before you because I. She said, Jack, well, cause a little flush <laughs> I remembered who they were when he did the laser eyes because I always made fun of him for being like a wannabe uh, Cyclops. Cyclops. Yeah. That's what my nose has. I'm like, he has Cyclops eyes. <laughs> and I was like, and once he did that, I was like, oh, no. I was like, it's the Royal Flush. Yeah. I was like, why do we need their origin story? And then I was like, oh, because they're goofy, kind of. And it kind of goes along with, you know, the, the, goofy, I guess, the goofy beginning and kind of like the theme of the episode. So I was like, fine because I, it's not even, it's just the fact that they're goofy like i feel like the show doesn't know what they want to do with them like sometimes they make them goofy and like 
sometimes they try to make them like formidable and it's like ah, that's, that doesn't really work i just don't they like just them don't. yeah yeah that's true it's like just make give her a new character that'd be cooler and get, get rid of the rest of the dumb flush royal flush gang but also kind of tone her down a little bit. She's always like, I'm slinking around and mm, I can see into your mind. Like, okay, well, yeah, when you give her a new character. Yeah, exactly. When you give her a new character, don't make her this one. Like, yeah, tone down the stupid shit that you're making her do when, he's, when they're like, oh, you're like the ace. And he's like, no, no she's, she's my queen. queen. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I was like, no, this is the first, this is the beginning. That's where he went, oh, we're all going to do stupid puns. But as I'm realizing, like, this is the first time they met as a group. This is them planning the casino heist, the one that Barry missed because he was in the coma. They mentioned this, they mentioned this in the premiere. Yes. Season eight. And I also remember, like, you know, like, I think an early, I didn't remember exactly from season one, but I do remember from the premiere where they talk about the casino heist. You, you, you know what? I actually do remember that. Yeah. So it's like, okay, cool. That's pretty dope. I didn't even realize that when I was watching it. That's because I'm the ace. No, you're the joker. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I can read into your minds. I know when they're coming. He's like, you're going to be the, the ace of first league. Like, oh. And that's when they fall in love, literally. Apparently. Like, girl. It's like, she's looking at him like yeah and he's like yeah and i'm like no <laughs> i was like okay so that's king that's queen that's jack what the hell is the lady i had to look her up her name is 10 oh i was gonna say six of spades or something like i don't know <laughs> just, just some random some it's, random card it's literally just 10 six of oh, crazy eights at least spades hearts diamonds what's the other one Hearts, diamonds, spades. spades. Oh, wow. Come on. I can't believe all my gambling. And you think I would. <laughs> Clubs. There we Clubs. go. Clubs. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. All right. About to Google it. All right. Good. I'm glad we got it. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I miss Vegas. <laughs> anyway. I'd rather do that than talk about the World Flush game. Exactly. We're going to make that noise every time we say it. (laughs) All right. So now we're back at the CCPD and Barton trying to figure out a way to get the flash jive from Grandpa Joe without him knowing it. And Eddie's like, hey, let me bond with you, Joe. Like, I I lost my partner and I know about that CSI dude that's in the the coma and everyone heard about Cecile shooting you down because they're all talking about it. So let's gossip about your love life. like eddie really like that's why he doesn't like you (laughs) it's like damn bro you that clueless all right yeah uh uh, so nora goes over it's like here's some coffee she's like hope you try some lilacs and crub cakes because that's her favorite and while she's saying that she just takes the bag off the table and they don't know this is gone (laughs) i did like when he's like like who was that and uh, eddie's like oh it's just one of the interns. They're a little weird. I did like that. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, nice. That, that didn't make me chuckle. And also, they are a little weird. Um, so Bart and Nora go up to Barry's like lab, 
and the, the the lightning marks are still there and they have this whole moment of like oh this is what happened to dad which i kind of liked yeah no i thought that was cool and, and it made sense why they would feel that way about that place yeah yeah uh and i also like they show the clip there's a lot of like old clips being shown which i thought was nice You're like oh yeah when Barry. they show him getting struck by lightning yeah um so they check the footage and they see Marcy's the woman. It's like, oh my God, that's her name is Mona Taylor, but she's also known as the Queen. Oh God. And Nora like checks her gauntlet to check the the headlines, and she's like, 30 people die at the casino heights. And this is where they confuse me. And I realize, oh no. Time travel wackiness. Nora says. There wasn't supposed to be a heist that night. They didn't team up to way after Barry put on the suit. And that's when Mona found out about the metas. And Nora's like, oh no, she got the idea from us. And now 30 people are going to die. And I was like, what? No. Season one. This premiere. It wasn't until right. later. Oh, this is how it happens. Right. This kind of retconning I like versus Joe and Cecile flirting. Yes, exactly. Like I'm, I'm down with this type of retcon. I'm not down with the whole Joe and Cecile like legit being like, hey, we have feelings for each other. <laughs> I like you. Oh, I'm eventually gonna like you. And then it's like, oh, I'm not, oh, you know what? You know what? I'm not gonna get into that again. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> it's so stupid. Just watch the first, like their first fucking scene together. It's like they barely even like notice each other or they kind of like know each other, but it's like you would never think that these two people had any type of like prior conversation where they were like, hey, you know, when we're both uh, ready, it's like, ah, so dumb. I hate it. It's like, stop changing shit like that. It was stupid and it didn't need to happen. It was like, oh, we need yes. some. Like, I, I enjoy seeing Cecile. We didn't need Cecile on this episode. She could have had a no. nice ta- day off. That's all I'm saying. Give her a little vacation like everyone else. <laughs> I like you, you give an vacation. It's like, yeah, give her a day off. Come on. Um, yeah she, she wasn't needed in this episode at yeah. all no so they realized they have to stop the but i feel like they oh sorry, sorry go ahead I go back go back I, continue yeah, your rant but, no i'm sorry because i feel like they don't know what to do with joe sometimes it's almost like they have to have like cecile in there in order to have like joe being able to like do anything and it's like you know you can have an episode where it's like just joe just joe that was it just joe <laughs> It's like everything has to be now about like, you know, like I, I, I like Cecile as a character a lot, but it's like, I feel like once they got, they really enjoy writing her character now, mm-hmm. the past like year or two or whatever. And it's less, it feels like they care less about writing a, a, a deep, like good story arc for Joe. Or when we do get Joe, we get like him in the crossover where he was completely out of, like, I just didn't know who that was. Right. Well, you need exactly. to save Ipathon's life or you're awful people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or, you're awful people. I'll disown you. I hate you all. I hate looking at your fucking faces. And then he walks away. <laughs> I'm going to take Jenna and we're going to move away. <laughs> I, I'm like, I want to know what happened to Jenna. Does she live? Is she, does she exist? Where is she? And what happened to Neil's other daughter? Okay. Who tried to, who you- tried to date uh, Wally? Right. You need to be more like Joe and Cecile. It doesn't matter what Jenna's doing or where she is. Can't wait for Jenna's like 
big reveal as the the, the big villain. It'll be awesome. I'm, uh, I'm if they have a storyline where like some future shenanigans and it comes back that there's like this evil villain in the future and it turns out to be Jenna. I'm not gonna lie. I think I would totally like. I would pop big time for that. I'd be like, holy shit, this is amazing. I would love it. <sighs> back to the scene at hand. They realize they have to stop the heist because they have to keep these people from dying. But Dora's like, I don't want to keep screwing up the future like by stopping the heist. But she's like, but we'll figure it out the way we always do. And Bart's like, oh no, dad would have got it right from the first time. And I went, do you know who your father is? Well, clearly he doesn't. Clearly he's not raised with his dad. Because he's like, everything I've done today has ruined it everything i'm a screw up i'll never be the flash I went ta-da you're not the flash because that's all very times <laughs> why don't you talk to uh uh oh my god i forgot their name just that quick dig why don't you talk to dig and lila about what they what happened to their kid who's now kid here's the, here's the thing he was bitching and whining and moaning and i was like oh you really are your dad's son <laughs> to Cisco about his brother if he remembers he has a brother who exactly exactly <laughs> talk to anybody who's ever met Barry it's just it was just funny because he was like oh poor me I'm never gonna live up to this I suck this and that I was like wow you you know you sound just like your dad <laughs> <laughs> Dead on. <laughs> right? Um, Nailed it. So he runs off and huff and he ends up at, hey, guess what? They pulled somebody in for like half a day's work. He goes to Barry's hospital room where he's just kind of taking a nap. He's in a coma. <laughs> and he's like, I'm a big screw up. And Nora shows up. He's like, I let dad down, but you wouldn't understand it because you're perfect. He's like, you know how you, you know when to come back to this right time. You know how to get the flash job. You even knew how to help Uncle Grandpa Joe with Cecile. I suck. I was like, okay, enough with the pity party. <laughs> that too, and I also felt like, okay, but I feel if they're as close as clearly the show is showing us they are, I feel like she would have told him about some of her screw ups in the past. Like they're not that far apart in age. No. And like, and and supposedly they knew all about uh, original, like other Nora, other timeline Nora. So they had to right. that timeline Nora screwed up big time. She said she believed in stuff that Eva Thawne told her. That'd be Nora's great. Just, right, that'd be great. This Nora was like, oh yeah, no, no, she sucked. I'm amazing. <laughs> I would never fall for that BS. <laughs> like that's a big time bullshit. I never would have done that. But Nora's like, no, little bro, you're not a failure. I've messed up before. I've fumbled my powers. But every time I fell, fell down, dad was there to pick me up and I'm going to do the same thing for you. Because it's like dad always says, and he has never said this before on the show, no matter how <laughs> fast you, no matter how fast you run, life's about the journey. Or life is a highway. I'm He's gonna ride it, it all night long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you're yeah, run, yeah. If you're running my way. 
get it. See the family so long. Uh, we should write for the show. We should kick ass. <laughs> no one would watch it, but we, we would have a good time. I was gonna say, oh my god, people would hate our version of the Flash. We would have a good time. Remember our whole like spinoff of heroes with the security yes. guards. Security guard, absolutely. Perfect. Like our our idea was a spinoff for a security guard. Our, we want like '80s references and like songs like life is a highway to be like the theme song of like the west allen clan i don't know i I feel like people might have a little bit of an issue with that i think emmys would love us just saying um (laughs) (laughs) it's so different it's like the breaking bad of like (laughs) sci-fi oh god All right, so they figure out, okay, they're going to have to fix this because they take their time instead of like, you know, running at full speed ahead like they do everything. So they do a big hug and Bart's like, we need an expert in time travel and I know just where to go. The only person we've met in this timeline that knows anything about time travel. So let's go to Fast Track Labs. What? Seriously, why is it called Fast Track Labs? Is that, is that a comics thing? I didn't look that up. Do you know when he said that? I was like, hmm, I wonder who he's talking about. I forgot about the girl. That's how I knew she was going to come back. Because <laughs> they made her an expert in quantum whatevers. I thought like it was going to be an end scene with them when he comes back and is like, hey, remember me? I didn't like, yeah, it makes sense. Like I should have realized that. But when he was like, and I know just who to go to. I'm like, oh, is it someone we met before? I was like, oh, oh right. <laughs> you know what would have been an excellent uh, out of nowhere twist they go to star labs oh that would be good i'm glad they didn't <laughs> but like whole crap see i mean though that's that's a good plot line too we could totally write for the show we got it we got it hands down all right so they go to avery and she's like wait how'd you get in here there's guards and they're like whatever like we need your help with the travel science crap and she's like oh, wait that meeting the accidental meeting at the hook trucks that was an accident you're like espionage spies trying to get uh like secrets from the lab and i'll die before i give these secrets even though i'm just an intern and no one takes it seriously here like screw this job lady get a lot of secrets I know, give a like job the, there you're willing to die for like the secrets of this stupid lab that doesn't give a shit about you yeah no no thanks i mean like how much you cost how much does it cost can i get a job i'll tell you everything that's what i would do <laughs> i'll be like here you go they're like we didn't even ask you for anything i was like oh all right but here you go anyway <laughs> exactly <laughs> but they meant no no we need help your help with science to stop a crime and bart's like okay we're time travels from the future and we need your help stopping these people from getting hurt in the casino without affecting the timeline he's like oh god that feels so good to say. <laughs> So I like the interaction. I like the fact that, you know, she was like, yeah, right, sure, whatever. It's the next part that I'm kind of like, eh, all right. Oh, when Nora's like, okay, we're going to, like, she doesn't believe them. She's like, okay, we'll show you something from your past and your future on a gauntlet. And I, Bart's like, well, we show her the future. She can't, she's, how she can believe it? She has to wait for the future to happen to know what actually happened. But as she's about to show her the gauntlet, she just comes and goes, oh, wow, this gauntlet is decades 
ahead of us in technology. Right. I believe you. Yes, exactly. Wow, that is some advanced technology. It's decades away. I believe you. You're from the future. Okay, cool. We're good. And it's like, no, no, sweetie. That's not how it works. So someone's like, I'm not going to give any information to anyone that's working from an uncomfortable person. Like, oh, wow, cool. Got it. All right, here's everything I know. Like me going, like going to someone just being, or someone coming over to me and be like, hey, I'm from the future. It's like, yeah, okay, right. And be like, look at this technology. Have you ever seen it before? I'd be like, mm, actually, no, I haven't. That's not going to make me then go, motherfucker, you're from the future. Just show me everything, your superpower. Because at this point, they don't have any, like, you know, metas running around. Just show me your superpower. Yeah, like, exactly. I thought they were going to flash back and forth and be like, look what we can do. And then be like, oh, okay, cool. But it was like, no, that tech is like, ooh. It's like, and if they showed him like, you know, an Apple Watch, she'd say the same thing, I guess. I guess. Yeah. So she shows her, uh, Nora shows us a headline about the heist. But as she's showing her the heist, like the death toll keeps rising, but the headline doesn't. And she's like, oh, well, that's, that headline's now at a fixed point in time. So we can't change the heist. There's nothing about it, but you can do something about the number, the death toll because that keeps changing. And she's like, like, great. Thanks for telling us that. I'm like, you guys should know this. This feels like it's basic time traveling stuff or whatever. Um, and she's like, let me go with you. And they're like, no, that's stupid. This is dangerous, but we'll come back. Because and they like, take off. West, a West Allen always keeps his promises and then he runs off. <laughs> She like, I like the lights go and she comes outside and looks. She's like, where are they? And I'm like, they're really fast. I like the actress that played her, but yeah, there's just that one part where I was just like, ah, all right, come on, <laughs> come on. So the, the Royal Flush gang goes to this casino, which is <laughs> Year's Eve, and there's like three people in this casino. Um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like that is a terrible new year's eve party right there seriously and they come in and have like their early like their little like theme looks <laughs> like a little face paint a little black and little black <sighs> outfits like like when they're taking the time to put it on their face like what are they doing it's like oh we're gonna now take the time to dress up and paint our faces it's like you should be embarrassed <laughs> you should be embarrassed as criminals that you're doing this and dude the big guy come up with it. He's like, she's our queen. We should be trading cards. Like, did he come up with this whole idea? And she went, he, he's hot. Let's do it. It's like, let's, yeah, I like Jar. And it's like, and that's the thing. It's like, you don't even look like cards. You look like really stupid mimes. Yes. Sorry, I just hit my, my leg agreeing with you, but yes. <laughs> that was, that's because you agreed so vehemently. Um, yeah, it's like, you don't what's the name look of that? Like what's, speaking of 80s uh, references, what's the, what was the name of that mine? Marseille, 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 whatever. It's oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what they look like. Yeah, it's like you don't like, when I see them, I'm like, I don't think trade, I guess that's why they need to do the puns like 50 times before they show it so you know you get the card reference on their face because if they didn't, I think people would just be like, oh, it's the mind thing. <laughs> like, if you're going to do that, then like the outfits themselves should be trading cards not just like just a little bit of white face makeup and like a little design like on their chin but you, right to look but you really know hard to find it 
I feel like they wouldn't know the middle ground. They'd either do this or all of a sudden they'll run in like the fucking cards and like uh, Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> just big, like just big card outfits and like, just like, where's the queen? Where's the queen? It's like, uh, all right. I don't want to see him dressed like that. <laughs> oh God. All right, so they come in. They get like the three to five people that are there. They're like, the role was the eight. Okay. <laughs> so everyone else got out. Or that is the smallest casino in the world. It's like, that is not 10 minutes before uh, New Year's. That is like, what's happening? Oh, I have a rant about time. I'll get to that one later. Good. Because mm-hmm. like, that, that place looked like it was like 3.30 in the afternoon on a Thursday in like smart <laughs> so she's like here's the rules don't try anything or the king will pop your heads with his skull sorry we'll pop your skull with his head his hands pop your head with his skull <laughs> that i would like to say probably could and she said she sends jack and 10 because i had to look that off to go you know empty out the vault and like what if someone like stops us just show them the winning hand. And I went, I fucking hate you so much. Mm. I mean, it's so dumb. You just snort. <laughs> I did. Because it's just like, it's, it was bad enough like when they're saying it, but then when we say it out loud, it's even worse. And then it made me remember how they said it. And it's just, it's just all, it's like so much badness on top of badness. And oh my God. It made yeah. the whole ace up the sleeve, you know, she's a queen line sound like Shakespeare. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> right. It was like, uh, uh, okay, I'm good. I'm good. All right, let's get back on track. <laughs> so Bart and Nora are there, and the plan is Bart will get everyone to safety when Nora finds the bomb. But right. they have to make sure the heist gets going, happens. So Bart starts, like, you know, zipping people out. Only two people, but he takes them out. And the king and the queen, they notice, like, there was someone there. Now they're not. So the queen, she grabs a woman and says, I'm going to have the king kill people if whoever's there doesn't show themselves. And as it's happening, Nora's like, I can't find a bomb. She starts, and Bart's like, time for plan B. He's like, you need to find the bomb before midnight because that's when it's off. And they're like, we only have a few minutes. And they cut to the time. It's 11.58. Right. All right, so the king has the lady, like, he's holding her by her head, and he's going to pop her head open. When Bart, like, pops up, he's, like, he's stolen a casino manager's jacket, and he's like, I'm Isaac, I'm the casino manager, I was helping people escape, you know, but I'm going to look the other way. You guys, take the money, just go, I'm not going to say nothing. And he kind of turns his back, and the queen is like, what she's like what kind of manager risks his neck on minimum wage i want a good person right well what does that have to do with being a manager maybe like, a good person doesn't want people to die it's like wait a second you would never do this on your salary it's like what okay she's like you're a cop and she like breaks into his head and she could hear his thoughts about the timeline and the she goes, the future? And he goes, wait. And he starts thinking about Avery and how like she's his future and how cute she is. Like, oh, oh, that future. And she's disgusted. And I'm like, okay, you know what? You don't have to be like that. 
here met the king for like five minutes and like I love him and now you're all disgusted because this guy's saying about this cute girl he likes. <laughs> it's like why you gotta be like that? You don't you don't have to be like that. You're better than that. <laughs> Rude. Yes. Also, too, like I mean, it's it's the little things I think of. Like, how did he find a suit that fit perfectly? Took it off of somebody. He just took the jacket. He has one. Yes. All right. I'll give you that. I'm giving him this. I decided to let this one go. Okay. So as I say, doing this, Jack and Tim come back with $10 million and they're about to leave. And then Bart's like, oh no, wait. I guess because he's like, wait, I need to slow them down so they can find the bombs. I don't know why he told them some like he tried to stop them. I, I have no idea like what he was trying to do. It was like at this point, you needed them to complete the heist. And they weren't going to tell you where the bombs were. So what was the point? Let them go, you know? Right. Uh, so uh, he tries to make them wait. The queen's like, do your thing, king. And king knocks Bart across the room. And she's like, don't follow me if you want to live. Just sit back and enjoy the fireworks. And Bart's like, okay, Nora, they're all gone. And Nora has finally found the bomb she's like but this is not big enough to level the building Bart's like oh the queen said fireworks there's more than one bomb and we only 30 seconds yeah that was not a minute and a half that only went by yeah then the queen he's like the king broke my arm and I'm gonna need at least three minutes to heal so I can't get everyone out of here on time and Nora like She's like, oh, wait, it's time for me to have a little crisis. She starts freaking out. She's like, we don't have enough time. It took me over to find the bombs. Oh my God, I can't do this. What's going on? And Bart's like, chill, sis. You got this. You can do this. She's like, okay, think, 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 think. She's just think like 15 times. She's like, she's like, the heat makes we're masking the heat of the bombs. I can find the bomb. Like, I can figure where they out. And she, Bart's like, do your thing, sis. Be excessive. Because <laughs> she's excessive. Dang. Yeah, yeah. He said the thing. <laughs> so she finds the bombs and she runs them out the building and she throws them up in the air like she just don't care. And they often they look like fireworks because the bombs were actually fireworks. I did one. I thought their speed healing heals faster than that. Two. <laughs> well, he's still young. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. Um, to yeah all of a sudden her freaking out and being like hey i can't do this and him being like yeah you can't like uh I, we didn't really need that but okay um and it was kind of like did you really need to like figure that out Nora? couldn't you have just sped around and look just use your speed <laughs> like i don't know it just felt very like she needed to like figure this all out um and she needed him to tell her right but more importantly how is that only a minute and a half that went by this is my thing. I'm like, they're not good with time. Like how, like in the, the the crossover, how it was like 10 years into the future when it should have been like two or three years into the future. And how here they only have like 30 seconds, but they spend like a minute talking about how they only have 30 seconds and how she needs to think and figure stuff out. And at one point it was 15 seconds right before she like got out of the building. It's, it was like so ridiculous. Like he spent like a minute talking to them you know yes. to the uh, to the royal flush gang over there and it was like 
how did only a minute and a half go by for this whole thing? It's like, uh, yeah, okay, sure, sure, Flash. Like, are you, tell- are you, ta- are you telling me that they slow time down? Like, is that, is that it? Like, every time time is like, oh, that should have been over with. They're like, no, 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 speedsters. They somehow slowed down time with their words. It make any sense. I'm like, no, this was not 30 seconds worth of time. This was yeah. three minutes at least. They were talking for a very long time. Well, that would be cool if they're like, yes, they can slow down time with their words, speedsters. It's like, oh, that makes sense. And also, even if it was like 30 seconds until the bomb was going to go off, they were basically, the Royal Flesh Games was basically still there. They would have been hit bomb. They were barely out yeah. the door. Yeah. I, yeah, it, it, the timing made no sense. There was just, like, it made absolutely no sense. Stop giving me time. Stop giving me time. Just say, oh, she's gonna like get outside and turn on the like, you know, just explode it herself. Like, you know, the queen's gonna like set the detonator. Just don't tell me like they've got thirty seconds as they spend a minute and a half actually talking. It's gotta be dramatic. You gotta see the clock and go, oh no. This is why I let him wearing the jacket go because I was more focused on wait what? <laughs> yeah, no, no, that that's a good point. I'm just it just it, it fit really well, and I'm like I'm sorry, but like. That's like a tailored fit. There's no way you just looked out and finding a jacket that fit that well. Time to like, you know, cut it down and like fit him himself because they can do things really fast, except for heal. <laughs> Apparently. And like the, the, the bombs turning into fireworks that don't stop going off because we go to the CCPD where Eddie and Joe are talking about the robbery and there's still fireworks going off. Yeah. I'm like, is that Happy like, New is, that, is that the bomb fireworks, or is that like, like the citywide fireworks? Were all fi- were they going to be fireworks the whole night? I don't know. It was a New but Year's fireworks. It was just like you're, you're not supposed to know which one's which. So how the uh, crisscross <laughs> roadhouse. Anyway. <laughs> I say you're gonna do one more. <laughs> oh no, Chris Cross and Roadhouse, we're good with. Okay. I wanted to say, oh, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm good. The witnesses say that something streaked them outside, and they're like, I don't know, it might have been too much champagne. Joe doesn't really care. He's like, but we're here for a long night, and then Iris comes in because that's when she was working at Jitters. Yes. And she has a whole bunch of jitters for them. Coffee. Or donuts. And yeah, donuts and coffee. Yeah. And uh, he, he, she's like, well, here's a 2014 not being so weird. Ha ha ha. Shout out to first season of The Flash. Um, <laughs> and this is when Iris and Eddie, this is when Iris and Eddie have like their first like real meeting and she calls him Detective Pretty Boy because that's what Joe calls him. They do like an awkward flirting. And they're like, oh. It's the last time she's actually gonna care about you, Eddie. <laughs> it was nice to see her care again, especially <laughs> since she literally stopped after like episode two in season yeah. two. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, the beginning of their little thing. Then we cut to Joe, who's like, I don't know, doing some work. And Cecile, who happens to be there at midnight, comes over she's like i want to apologize for earlier she's like yeah i know i got divorced too i know how it is and my i told my daughter my wife died but she actually went off somewhere because she was a drug addict and she had my son oh wait we're not getting into that okay 
<laughs> TMI? Oh, I got it. So she's like, I know splitting up is hard. And she's like, she's like, I know you're going to ask me out, but I am not ready. And it's going to be a while. It's going to be whatever season I show up in. That's when I'm going to be ready. She's like, she's like, but when I'm ready, whoever sent the lilacs to my office, he'll be the first one to know. And the way she's like, ooh. And I went, it was just some lilacs. It's like lilacs and that crumb cake. Then I'm like, oh yeah, well that I get. It. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like it. There was no point. No point at all. No it's point. Like, again, just let Joe, just just let Joe be Joe. Like that's all you need. You, you didn't need this. It, will, it also felt like they just didn't have enough for the episode, so they needed, like, filler stuff. Yes, that's definitely, like, we gotta put them here somehow. I was like, we don't need to. Like, I didn't mind, again, like, us seeing the origins of Sino Heist, you know, headline, cool. Right. Us seeing the beginnings of Iris and Eddie, cool. This, this served no real purpose. We already seen no, their beginnings because we see it later yes. on. <laughs> it served no real purpose, and that's the thing. When something's just talked about and they don't show it, you can then do this type of origin story because it's like, oh, now we actually get to see it. But we, when we've actually seen the origin story, when we've seen the meetings, and you know of them, you know, actually, you know, Joe and Cecile actually getting to know each other and becoming friends, and then becoming lovers, <laughs> um, you know. We've seen it. So now whatever you're doing now is just rewriting history. And I hate that. No, don't enjoy it all. <sighs> so Bart and Nora are just kind of like, okay, let's talk about what's happening. We, they stopped the shooting, they fixed the timeline and they fixed the mistake they made when they were fixing the timeline. So they're going to go home when that one cop that's there <laughs> who has no name is like, hey, no interns. Name come get in this photo and Bart's like yeah Nora let's go get in the photo and that's how they end up in that picture I like that that was cute yes again I was like okay this stuff I'm letting go but this one I really liked so we go back to Avery at Fast Track Lab with Bart and she's like you changed my research and my life he's like I I kept my promises to come back. He helps save the day. The, the awkward, awkward, awkward. And she grabs him and she kisses him. And it's kind of cute. Oh, that's what they did. Wow. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you could close like, your eyes. Yes, yeah, like Nora did. I love that Nora comes in with like her hands covering her eyes. Like, okay, guys, we gotta go. We gotta go. And she's like, see you again sometime, McFly. And I was like, oh, that's cute. I hope, I hope we see Avery again. Yeah, they like can't that. be together because how old she would be in his time. Yeah, that would be weird. Yeah, she or would be dating would her daughter. No, it would. It would be she, it's a Captain America thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we go back to 2049. We're at the Flash Museum. We're seeing the casino heist headline. And they're telling Jerry about everything. He's like, wait, so Godspeed killed me? And he's like, yeah, but you're alive now. And Bart's like, I'm so sorry. I screwed the timeline and I understand that if that means I'll flash and then Jay and I laugh our asses off. <laughs> He's like, if screwing up the timeline was a deal breaker, then your father would never get a flash. He tells a story yeah. about how like 
when he started being the Flash, he ended up fighting the Nazis in World War II and then was stuck living in the past on and off for like 16 years. So he's like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I did like that. I was like, I, I like the whole, you know, if your dad would never be the Flash. And then I like that story about the Nazis. It's like, relax. It's like, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a tradition. You kind of have to go through that to you become to, the Flash. You have to mess with the timeline at least once, twice. Yes. A lot, all the time. Uh, and he's like, oh, look, I'm alive. Joan is back. Practically for him, she never Oops. went anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you guys are on your journeys, you know? You're going to make mistakes. And some of them can't be undone, but you can make things better, you know? So it's all about what I you do. I did like that. Where right. I like that message of like, yeah, you're going to fuck up. And guess what? Some of your fuck-ups, you're not going to be able to take back. There's no take-backsies. <laughs> um, but you can make the best out of the situation and still, you know, do the best you can. It's like, yeah, I like that. And then he goes, I gotta go. I got an important meeting with President Luther. And their faces. Yes. <laughs> he's like, oh, it's a joke. I'm like, that was good. I like that. I was like, he's, he's kidding, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now we're back in the last scene is present day Central City, and it took me a minute to realize, oh, this is like New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Yes. Joe is like, ah, we're gonna be late. And Allegro's like, oh, my head. And they're like, oh, this didn't have any like resolutions. And Frost is like, I'm gonna forgive Mark for all his crimes because he's on the straight and narrow. And everyone's like, oh. yeah, they gave they gave her what the face that we normally give her. She's like, does anyone know about Caitlyn's new boyfriend named Marcus? Which I think is interesting. She's dating a Mark and Caitlyn's dating a Marcus. You know what that means. Oh, he's a double. He's playing the same guy playing the same character. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh. The twin brothers. More, more of the of the chill. More of the, of the blame. Double blame. Double chill. Double blame. Yeah. Two time chill. Too cold. <laughs> Okay, I'm done. So hung hungover. She's like, I'm like, I'm not gonna drink anymore, blah blah. So Iris comes down. She's like brushing her hair. She's like, five resolutions, more family time. And Barry's like, okay, Joe's hangry. Let's get it, guys. Let's go. Everyone, hold on and bundle up. It's chilly in Paris, and he's zooming them to Paris, which I thought was cute. Yes. Joe's like, yeah, you know what? If he can get us across, you know, to like other countries without having to like pay for flights and stuff. Let's take advantage of this. Why should Iris be only Oh man, I was thinking about that all the time. It's like, why wouldn't you have him like sip you someplace cool? Yeah. It shouldn't just be for like brunch one day. Be it for anything. The shit. Yeah. So they disappear and then the, the camera pans down to the hairbrush that Iris had been using and suddenly it like disappears to green lights. And I'm guessing we're going back to that temporal sickness storyline that uh, Iris had. Temporally terrific. Get it? Mm. Yeah, we're probably going back to that story. It was a fun episode. Yeah, it's like, again, it was one of those, like, it was in between. It's like, it wasn't like, oh, really good. And it was, it definitely wasn't like, you know, one of those episodes where like, oh God, like I can't with that episode. Um, it was like in the middle, but leaning more towards the, I liked it more towards the good section. Yeah. Like you, you, 
even though like you know i have issues with the time thing and the whole thing with the joe cecile he gave me nora he would look at bart to get to know bart better in like a time that's not like a crossover you know it's not good the crossover isn't really a good time to know bart this is a good time to know bart like got to see him at his best at his worst got to see him as a real person you know bonding with his sister trying to like screw things up like his dad so i kind of I, I enjoyed that yeah um this i mean this episode was totally made by the uh the two characters between bart and nora uh they were like they have great chemistry and like i said i, I enjoy both characters and yeah they like we were saying to get to know Bart more and be like, oh, okay, yeah, like I liked he was he was fine before, you know. It's just like yeah, a little more Nora. I was like, but you know, he was fine before, but now I'm like, oh, I genuinely like both of them together. Like, yeah, he's cool. Like, I like getting to know his character, kind of the way we got to know Barry, kind of the way we got to know Nora. And except this time, they were just like, we don't have whole seasons to do this, so let's kind of you knew you know a little bit about his backstory. Now let's kind of get into the meat and potatoes of it. So uh, that was a clash. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting that the, this was kind of like a bridge between the crossover event and the rest of the season. It was a filler episode, but it was kind of, a, it was kind of like a pause. Right. Uh, it was a filler episode, but a filler episode at the right time. Yes. Because we had so much of like you know, crossover uh, event was like. A huge deal. Yes. Despite how it ended. It's a huge deal. There's a lot of storyline. Now we're paused. And now we're going to come back to the second half of the season and we're going to deal with whatever's going on with Iris. So I kind of like, it's like a nice breather. Exactly. So it cleanses the palate. And then now, like next week or this week or whenever, they'll be like, okay, we're off with the second half storyline. Yeah. Well done, Flash. Maybe this is a good sign for the rest of the season, for season eight. So, I mean, look, so far I, I, I've been enjoying the season. I mean, I know the whole first half was the uh, Armageddon storyline, but I, for the most part, I enjoyed that. But a couple of little, uh, you know. That, that last episode. Yeah, that last episode, fuck up. Um, but other than that, so far I've been enjoying the season. Ten times better than season seven. Season what now? See, I don't even remember it. <laughs> So this has been Warmer Thing. I've been Tiffany. I've been Anthony.